kidding joseph good evening everybody and welcome to another very 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 special edition of ignite radio live over the five mighty stations of annunciation radio a lot of energy i like that a lot of energy here tonight do you know do you know what makes it extra special tonight what makes it extra extra especial tuesday this january 17th a huge shout out and prayers of thanksgiving for Father Eric Schild. Here's your shout out, Father. Happy, Happy birthday! Happy birthday. They say it's your birthday. Gonna have a good time. Yeah. You know, so folks, we're very delighted to have you here with us tonight, wherever God has you, whatever is going on in your life right now. This moment is a moment of grace. It's a moment before the Lord. It's a moment where He wants to speak life to us. He wants to speak joy to us. He wants to speak opportunity. Uh, He wants to speak healing into our lives right now. And we invite you to open your hearts and minds as we begin. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. amen. Dear Lord, we thank you for this moment of life. We read in Scripture, Lord, that uh, we are sustained in existence in the Son of God. And so, Lord, our next breath is the greatest testimony to your love for us. Make all who are listening to this right now know that and claim it, that the greatest evidence of your personal, profound love for them is their very next breath. Lord, in whatever struggles anybody is experiencing right now, make us aware, Lord, of your Son, Jesus Christ, that we are never closer to you than in our sufferings, that you allow our sufferings to be your hands molding us, molding us for greater surrender, molding us to have an anchor more deeply rooted in eternal things. And Lord, even though it's difficult for us to say yes, many of us, to the emotional, physical, spiritual affliction we all feel in different ways, you are in it, you're in the midst of it, and you're, you're beckoning us to you, Lord. And we affirm that, we declare that, we proclaim that. We invite your Holy Spirit to flood us tonight and uh, take us to a newer height, God, a newer confidence, not just for this hour, God, but uh, to step through a new door of grace that would even uh, be a place of deeper intimacy with you, which is what it's all about. We ask this in your holy name, through the intercession of our Blessed Mother, whom you give to us as a great gift, as an intercessor, as uh, you get to choose your mother, God, and you uh, chose her as the means to come into this world, and you give her to us, Lord, as an intercessor before you, that we're a family, a community of believers. And we thank you for her, and we do right now, Lord, lift up our hearts, seeking her intercession, and you and your grace. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, folks, first a few things. Um, Brand new... Very cool website, massimpact.us. you got to check it out. It is dynamic. It's organic. It's um, the foundation of its mission is there. Transformation, personal 
family and parish transformation. We're about more than just another program, a fleeting moment. We're about a way of life in Jesus Christ. And is that not the great bridge that we want to cross? That uh, each of us want to know that there's more to faith with Christ than that great memorable weekend that took place that one time or that great book we read that touched us. God wants us to live this as a way of life. And that's what we're all about in partnership with our bishop and our pastors and uh, and lay folks to get in this game and, and uh, open our hearts to a way of life in Christ. So massimpact.us, um, what, uh, I'm looking at the calendar right now, and I'm seeing tonight is an Ignite going on at St. Peter Huron. And tomorrow night, actually, there are two Ignites, not one but two, one at Most Blessed Sacrament. Actually, it's a spark, so it's a meal and a message at 6 p.m., free, Most Blessed Sacrament. Check it out. Go to Most Blessed Sacrament. And uh, then, of course, tomorrow, January 18th, is an Ignite at Holy Trinity in Swanton. And uh, I'm just going to give you a little forecast on the um, at the parish of the birthday boy, Father Eric Schill. January 24th is an Ignite at St. Jerome and Wallbridge. Now, in a special way, I just want to draw your attention to a very, uh, these are all awesome events, but to a singular event coming up February 19th called Ablaze. Hey, yo. Luke twelve forty nine. Jesus says to us, I've come to set the earth on fire. And how I wish it were already ablaze. You know, there's a testimony by our Lord and Savior of what he desires. And let me ask you the question. Would he express his desire for something without providing the means for it to happen? Wow. Would he express his desire for the earth to be on fire, to be ablaze in his love, without providing the means for it to happen? Well, folks, let's take God at his word. Come to that event. The last two ablazes following the Praying with Fire event last Pentecost. Ablaze is a continuation of this. Simply this, to open ourselves to the fullness of our Catholic faith. To open ourselves to the fullness of that outpouring of the Holy Spirit to stir up that grace that is in us from our sacraments. And uh, we've got two phenomenal leaders that night, Aaron Richards and Patrick Rice, both of whom have been on this program. They're going to lead us tonight with Father John Miller, pastor of Regina Chaley, the location for this. So I know you're thinking to yourself, this is great, Greg, a blaze. I'm excited. I've heard about it. I've heard that there's physical and emotional and spiritual healing going on. But uh, what's the date? Okay, February 19th, Sunday. And where do you find out more? Register for free right now. Here it comes. Mass Impact dot us forward slash ablaze mass impact dot us forward slash ablaze it's free if you register right now join us can i throw out something else you even though you it like. seems yes, far far away it's exciting and we've been meeting and talking about the upcoming this august upcoming catholic family fest so just tech away tuck away the date August 12th. Holy Trinity Parish you'll be hearing more updates as we go but save the date, August 12th. Why is it special? Just in a word, what's different about it this year, third year of our Ignite Catholic Family Fest? Well, it is special because it is. Um, Thank you, Joseph. You're welcome. Um, Something different that we're doing this year that we're very, very excited about is working closely with a group of priests who have always been very supportive of this movement, and we're very grateful for that. But we want to unpack the Mass and make it accessible in meaning and um, explanation, if you will, to the families who come so that the, as you like to say, and it's so true, the Holy Communion we, re- we receive becomes the Holy Communion we live so in our parish. we can make a mass. And we can make a mass impact. Get it? So Get it. 
Oh my gosh, Joseph, cut his mic. So, um, we those of you who have been there before, there have always been stations that the families and parish groups kind of walk through together, and there's a little activity at each one. The first year we did the gifts of the Holy Spirit, for example, but this year um, we've divided the Mass into the seven different parts, and we are going to have a priest um, give a little talk about each part. Like the first one will be just an overview of it. Monsignor Billion, we love you, thank you. Um, he will be the one doing that and then it'll go into the curie and a um, talk on forgiveness by the priest leading up to the explanation of the Eucharist. Take, re- take, bless, receive. Take, bless, break, give. Thank you. <laughs> um, and then along with the priest's talk, there'll be a, a very short testimonial from a lay person and then an actual activity for um, the groups to do. So we're very excited. We know that a lot of prayer and planning is going into it. We're very grateful for the priests and other um, members on the planning team. So keep it in your prayers, but get your parishes fired up. Let's get a lot of families out there so that we can really bring this back to our parishes and, and revitalize it. and live it. So Amen. August 12th, Saturday... We love you all. All right, so folks, I'm going to give you the phone number because we're going to invite you, especially you younger people, to call in right now. And even though we we have a great program lined up, you can break in at any time. And uh, what we want you to do is call in and share a moment in your life uh, that's made a difference in your faith. A moment in your life, what's made the difference in your faith? We're calling and inviting you to call in and give testimony. Maybe it's a longer description. Maybe it's an event that you participated in. What's a moment in your life that made a difference? And if you're thinking, gosh, you know, if you're starting to get the butterflies and feeling awkward or there's no way... That means you. That's, a, that's God's way of saying, you know, he means you to call in and share this. Not simply because he gave you that uh, occasion, that opportunity, but maybe it's meant to encourage others who are listening. And uh, quite frankly, I'm going to tell you this right now, young people, um, we need you uh, to, to have that courage um, and even to give that witness to adults. So tonight our theme is from Jeremy. You Jer- the number. Um, I did. Okay, sorry. Thanks, Joseph. <laughs> 877 877- Two seven five eight zero nine eight again eight seven seven two seven five eight zero nine eight. And now that you're just grabbing the pencil or pen and you're trying to remember it, eight seven seven two seven five eight zero nine eight. Okay, so the theme for tonight comes from Jeremiah one seven. Jeremiah, a teenager, a young prophet chosen by God, and Jeremiah one seven is this. But the Lord said to me. Do not say, I am too young. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Say not, I'm too young is our theme tonight, folks. And uh, so this coming weekend, a a coincidence of two things. Number one, the gospel is all about the calling of the apostles. Uh, And he says he wants to make them come after them and make them fishers of men. And there was at least one teenager among them, John, maybe others, but certainly John. And uh, Jesus calling them and then, of course, forming them over those years. And then this coincides also with the commemoration of that fateful decision made in 1973 called Roe v. Wade that legalized abortion through nine months of pregnancy for any reason. And uh, that's coming up, of course, this coming Sunday. And we want to be mindful speaking on the theme of young people, that if you were born after 1973, uh, and certainly even before that, before the Supreme Court made this raw judicial act, that uh, you're a survivor if you're hearing me right now. If you're born after that period of time, you are a survivor. Through no choice of our own, by God's grace, 
it would have been legal for us to be killed. And so God, who blesses us to be blessers, the very fact, again, that we are alive is a blessing. We have been blessed to be blessers, have an opportunity and a call right now, a heroic prophetic call right now to live in God's grace and to bring love to the world around us. And so we're speaking to you survivors out there. You are needed. You are not on the sidelines. You are important. It's not wait until you become 19, 20, 30, 40. No. If you're a teenager, 13 years old and above, right now, God needs you in the game. God needs your enthusiasm. He needs your dreams. He needs your energy. And uh, we're excited tonight to kind of talk about this because, folks, let's face it, when you throw the word out there, Teenager, what typically is the connotation? It's pretty negative. If, if you do, if search online, etc. believe it. <laughs> it's unfortunate. There's, you know, even among parents, there's kind of like, whether they believe it or not, there's kind of some, you know, down-talking of teenagers. Some, something, an age to be endured and not enjoyed. Absolutely. Or embraced. So, folks, tonight we're talking, uh, say not I'm too young, I'm going to give you the number again to call in young people and give testimony, share a moment in your life that God made a difference. The number is 877-275-8098. And let's begin by introducing our guests. And uh, I'm going to ask each of you just to set the example before we go further. Uh, tell us who you are and tell us, maybe share a brief moment of um, a faith-changing difference in your life. We'll start ladies first. On the spot. <laughs> They're pointing okay, at each hello. other. hello. My name is Maddie Cronin, and... Um, I am a senior at Notre Dame Academy, <laughs> and um, a moment where I probably have had a great, um, I guess, like, moment with God was um, mostly every week at um, my lit group here with the Livet um, people, <laughs> and also going on a... Um, retreat with my youth group to um camp cove crest down in georgia yeah um (laughs) that was a great experience for me because i got to grow with some of my best friends um including abby who's sitting right next to me awesome (laughs) and have a closer relationship with god through that retreat so Awesome. Very good. Thanks, Maddie. Nice Welcome. You. Your debut uh, appearance on Ignite Radio Thank Live. Thank you. Uh, my name is Abby Griffith. I'm also a senior at Notre Dame. And a recent amazing faith moment in my life has been every week at Notre Dame where Maddie and I are co-presidents of the Bible Study Club. And um, we've cool. just been really... You know, this semester we've been trying to kick it up a notch and just trying to pull people uh, deeper and apply what we study, because uh, we study the ups- upcoming gospel typically, um, just trying to bring that out into the school and just seeing how many girls have been um, coming as of late and just really opening up their hearts. And last week we shared a testimony with each other, and we just sort of talked about where we felt God um, calling us in our faith, and it was really beautiful. And I was just really humbled to see how God was working through uh, the two of us and ministering to the girls of Notre Dame. That's awesome, Amen. Abby. Really awesome. And for everybody's benefit, you know, and this is the truth for all of us, we can maybe talk the talk when we're in the context. We can talk the talk when we're in the prayer group, right, or at Mass or in the holy context. But I have to give just a testimony proclamation that Maddie and Abby are real deal. I mean, I'm not going to mm-hmm. make them saints yet. But no, they're living it out, and they... um We've known them for a couple years now. You've heard uh, Abby uh, a couple times on our program, and we are very blessed to see them in any context, whether it's in a church, faith context, our home, outside of our home. I mean, they are really, they glow. 
Okay, they really glow with God's love, and it really is awesome to see that love of God so alive in some, and the wisdom that comes from them so young. So, anyways, on to you, young man. I am John Paul. I am a sophomore at the School of Home. Um, let's see. Um, a really, I guess, awesome kind of moment that really spurred me in my faith. Um, two major ones come to mind, and those are the two weeks that I spent at CYSC, so one each year. So the first What does CYSC stand for? Government Catholic, Project? Yes, exactly. Uh, it's a deportation system for leader <laughs> <laughs> children. Um, awesome. But uh, Catholic Youth Summer Camp. Um, so it's just a week in the summer um, where basically you come to know Christ more fully and um, in a way that you will go out and kind of share what you've encountered to others. But so anyways, so those two weeks were just awesome, um, really being pushed in my faith. And then also recently at um, a lit group, just like it was an all guys uh, sesh and just watching people just break their walls down um, and opening up like that was just really powerful for me. So awesome. yeah. thanks to young man at the control board. I am Joseph Schleter, the real favorite child of your hosts. <laughs> Humility in great proportion. I got that from you. <laughs> um, Ow. I'm, I love you, Dad. I love you. I love you, Mother. I love you, You're too, beautiful. son. <laughs> um, anyway, a moment of grace recently. Um, well, I'm also with John Paul in the sense of CYC is just awesome. And they're so on fire. And they don't just tell you what a relationship with God is. They teach you how it is to happen and so that's just so awesome and then yeah i come sorry two different phone calls i've had with a friend who has just been so key in making me the person that i'm called to be and just him challenging and encouraging and praying so that's just been awesome and then yeah lit this past week was fire it was so awesome, and the Holy Spirit was present and moving and kicking, and so many people just came to encounter Christ on a deeper level and got to know Him and know each other. And it's just, if people want to know where God is in the world, I just saw Him last Saturday. So, Amen. So our listeners don't think this is a bunch of teenagers getting like drunk or lit in that way. Can you explain what that phrase means? I'm like this kind of makes me fun happy that you know what that phrase like never mind. You're just like a homeschool mother, you're so innocent. Wow. Um, anyway, yeah, lit means live it, it being image trinity. So the Trinity is what? Three por- persons pouring themselves out for each other. So it's all about a group of people living that, not just talking it, but living it, of living out that love, uh, the self-giving love, selfless love, and growing closer together. So um, it's a group of young people, teens. Uh, we have high school and college, and we get together usually once a week, hopefully, and we will... We will just, you know, we have a format, but it's all, it'll involve food and some games and activities and lots of just getting to know each other because so often in our culture, we're, we're so superficial with our encounters. We don't really know each other. We don't really know what's going on in each other's lives. So it's all about getting to know the real you and, um, bringing each other closer to Christ. So that's kind of the general, the gist of it. You know, 
Sorry, honey, go ahead. Ladies first. I just want to make one quick comment. Just opportunity is a word that keeps coming to mind, listening. Um, Abby and Maddie, you talked about, um, you know, your Bible study that you're leading and providing that opportunity. Joseph, you, all of you mentioned lit, the lit group opportunity that young people in particular, I think, aren't given many opportunities to experience Christ in that real way. And so often it just needs to be placed before them that it, it, it needs just the definitive time, place, and space. Put the flag in the sand. And it can happen. So that's just awesome. That It's not that teenagers aren't looking for it or craving it, but they need real opportunities, not some, you know, kind of cheesy whatever or basic whatever. I'm so articulate tonight. But just that real opportunity of encounter of the Lord in each other. Amen. Before we go to our caller, uh, so just for you, those of you listening out there, right, we, we're with some dynamic young people. You get that. They're expressing their love for Christ. But I want to make it clear. These guys are not like from some different planet, okay? They've got the same challenges. It's the same. They drink the same water. They're familiar with the same music, the same technology. They've got devices. Um, they, they, they inherit the same struggles and concerns of any other kid. Uh, they come from families in general, not so much those here, but broken families. Um, and what we experienced Saturday night, uh, and it's again, it's been going for over a year, almost on a weekly basis, is a number of young people who, who come from very different backgrounds who have the same fears and awkwardnesses and and uh you know stuff debris that they carry with them but they all come in the door similarly and they all walk out the door with a sense you know i'm just going to describe it of, of authenticity that god is real and that this isn't just like you know an alien type of uh you know thing for a special kind of person it's for every kind of person god wants us to know him for real so that authenticity is really awesome joseph do we got a caller yes we Am I, is my mic up? Oh, yes, it is. I should know that. Yes, you may introduce. We have the fantastic, illustrious Cassidy Langendorfer on the line right now. How are you doing, Cassidy? Good. How are you? I am so good. What What's up, want? Cassidy? Hi, Cassidy. Hi. What have you got for us? Um, a time that I think I was shown, Jesus was shown to me, was at CYSC. When we were in adoration and gave our life to Jesus. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Amen. Cassie, I remember your dad, really awesome, uh, was saying, you know, he had tears in his eyes, actually. And, of course, we know you come from a beautiful family, a faith-filled family. Obviously, every family has its challenges, but blessed to know your family and to see God's grace in them. So for your dad to have tears in his eyes and say, you know what, and I think you may have called him on the phone or something on the way home, or I don't know how that worked out. But he said, you know, my daughter, you know, called me and told me that she really gave her life to Christ. And he said, what more could you ask for than that? What was it? If you don't mind me asking you, Cassidy, what? Because you went to mass, you come from a faith-filled family, so all that was there. What was the big difference about that experience that you had at CYC? What made it took it to a new level for you, as best as you can describe? Um, probably all the people around me mm-hmm. too. Like everyone was just so like filled with Jesus and. That's awesome. Yeah, so the importance of just that community aspect, you know, to be, you know, we're created in communion for community and to experience Christ like that 
is a powerful thing. Cassidy, tell our listeners how old you are. Fourteen, sorry. That's okay. (laughs) Fourteen, folks. Isn't that beautiful that she called in and gave testimony so beautifully? Go, Cassidy. Go, Cassidy. Go, Cassidy. Cassidy, (laughs) thanks so much for calling in. Um, We're very blessed. He broke the ice. So, you know, hey, folks, uh, teenagers out there, say not I'm too young. You count. You're not on the sidelines. God wants to hear from you. What's made a difference in your life? The number's 877-275-8098. You know what? I'm even going to say if you know Maddie or Abby or Stephanie, text us. You know, if you want to text us a comment or text us an experience, of course, it takes more to call the phone number. So we're going to encourage you to call the phone number, 877-275-8098. Awesome to hear from you, Cassidy. So I want to um, kind of go to the end in mind, if you will, and that was the experience of this past Saturday. And again, this is on almost a weekly basis, which makes it a little normal, makes it regular. These are all busy kids, you know, so it, it changes a little bit because of sports or drama or whatever the case may be. But um, this past Saturday, what? There were probably over 30 people. And um, describe for us, I'm going to go to the ladies here. I'm going to put Maddie on the spot, even though she's in the midst of texting her friends and telling them to call in, which is awesome. Keep doing that. We're keeping it real here. You know, um, Maddie, what would, describe for our listeners what they would have experienced if they were at our home this past Saturday. Okay, well, first of all, you'd walk in the door and be like, (laughs) Wow, this place is crazy. Why are there so many people here? Why are there so many shoes by <laughs> and, the front door? And like here for this purpose for praising God and it's like why why are people doing this? But really um you'll see all these people and we're just so alive for Jesus and we all want to share it with others and um and the reason that we all want to go to this is because we don't always have this encounter with God. Like, we need to encounter God with others so then we can then grow together as friends and grow as sisters and brothers. And um, we're going to act really silly. We're going to have a lot of fun. And um, that's what makes it so great. Um, and so us growing together, even if we're being crazy, is pretty awesome. So. Now, two, two things I want to uh, maybe have you guys emphasize. Um, there are many good youth groups out there, right? I mean, it's great to get together with in a context of faith. But what distinguishes what you guys do at Lit Group versus, say, uh, a Life Teen Night or Youth Group Night. You know, those opportunities are out there, and avail yourselves to them, folks. They're great, wonderful youth ministers and parishes. But what, for you guys, makes this different? Um, I was talking about this today with my uh, old English teacher, actually. um, Not that she's old, but just... Or that she's teaching you old English. From freshman year. Um, I was talking to her about um, how different it is just going between Lit and uh, my youth group, because I attend St. Joe's Parish. Uh, Well, their youth group. And just how different it is, because um, at youth group, sometimes you're given an invitation to go deeper, but nobody's really there to pull you in as much. Mm-hmm. At Lit, we have um, our Lit leadership team, uh, which is, we're all on Lit leadership team, 
Um, and we're just trying not only to invite people to come deeper, but we're taking them by the hand and pulling them closer mm-hmm. to Jesus and just trying to get them an authentic encounter. Um, and that's sometimes lacking at youth group because, you know, um, people are all in different places. And sometimes, you know, you're worried about not getting people to come back if you scare them away by putting uh, too much emphasis on the whole Jesus aspect, which is interesting because it's a youth group. But um, mm-hmm. Yeah, just the fact that we're actually there to uh, not only show people the way, but to guide them and to um, try and pull them to a more authentic encounter with Christ. So two comments slash questions. Um, Maddie, you were talking just about the funness and silliness and, you know, craziness. So for our listeners' sake, too, um, it's obviously not you come in and you fold your hands and you have to be quiet and there's candles lit and (laughs) right. So faith is fun, right? Mm -hmm. Just building that community. So you guys, which I'll let you guys talk about, but there are, you know, different fun games and certainly the meal, um, where you can talk and just be yourselves and be goofy and all that stuff. But, um, the other thing too, Abby directed at you in your description, there are kids who come to lit also though, who, aren't quite sure, right? Mm-hmm. What they're, I don't want to see what they're getting into because they know because you explain <laughs> it to them. them. Okay, so some of them don't. I'll let you guys take yeah. it from there because I don't want to give the impression that these, you know, young people who gather are just, um, yeah. you know what I, where I'm going. Yeah, Go ahead, Joseph. I um, yeah, I, there's a lot of different people who are coming for different reasons. Some of them are coming because a friend invited them. Some of them are coming because um, they're literally being dragged. Some of them are coming because they want a fun thing to do on a Saturday night. So, like, there's a, a whole multitude of different reasons people They want to see Dominic. Exactly. Dominic Mushalanigo is the man. Mushalanigo. <laughs> yeah. um, what is that? I don't even know what that news means. He's a reporter. Don't worry about it. Anyway. <laughs> we'll tell you later. Anyway, he... Um, Inside. I think... I, I think me and a lot of these kids here after they come, are, they're tired of the the excuses that so many different groups and um, faith groups and stuff are making that like, you know, um, oh, you're just, you're, you, it's too much. We're not going to go deep. We're just going to have fun. Like people, why Pope John Paul II was so inspirational with the youth was because he wasn't afraid to challenge them and take them to the next level. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what teens are striving for. That's what, Honestly, that's what they're yearning for. They're yearning for someone to take them, to, to tell them that like it's not just about this baseline Catholicism where we go to Mass and it's all fun and whatever. They're yearning for something more. And that's what I think Lit is really resonating with people because it's more, we're not settling for less. We're, we're striving for more and we're, because God is infinite and we, should, we, we can't put him in boxes anymore. That's the problem with our societies. We're putting God in boxes and we can't keep doing that. And so at Lit, we're just trying to, we're trying to break down these walls and these boxes that have been built up so that God can just flood into our lives. And you get people, people are so ready for this. I think so many people, parents and teachers and priests and youth ministers and whatever are, are scared that they're going to scare people away by going deeper. I've found the exact true to be, or the exact opposite to be true, that going deeper is is what brings the people there. Going deeper because they want something more and they're just striving for that. That's awesome. Joseph, uh, share with us a little bit uh, following this event, which is now only three days ago, and it was one of the larger attended um, lit groups, and there were a number of newcomers. Mm -hmm. 
So um, in some of them, as you said, you know, these are not kids who go to church with any regularity, some of them. Yeah. Some of them have uh, have not been in a youth group or whatever. In fact, some of them were put off by, and as you said, dragged, use the phrase, a friend, you know, which is really awesome, by the way, that you've got high school peers saying, come check this out. In fact, you shared with me a story today. We were at St. Francis, and one of the team leaders uh, received a text. He's a team leader, so he received a text from you reminding him of Lit Group and his friend was standing by him and said, hey, what is that? And so he came by that means. So just for our listeners' sake, I want you to kind of respond to um, the fact that some of these are maybe even anti-religion, and what are the, what's the kind of buzz that you're hearing either directly from reading or what people are saying following Saturday? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we could... We don't just have Catholics. We have um, we have non-Catholic Christians. We have all sorts of kind of a different variety of people. And I think a lot of people are... I mean, you look in our churches and you see people who are basically sleeping. You see people who are tired and weary and don't look like they care. And that, that puts a lot of people off because they're not seeing people engage in their faith. So why should they be? And so I think that's put a lot of people off of religion. They don't they don't they'll go to mass because it's what they've they've been taught but they don't really feel, they don't really have a personal relationship with Christ in that way so um i think they'll people will bring them they'll have their friends and they'll see these teens on fire with Christ it's kind of what like Cassidy was talking about earlier about part of the reason that adoration was so powerful for her was seeing other people involved in it as well and i think that's part of the thing like right away you come in the door and it's crazy like maddie was saying we have our leadership team which is just awesome shout out to all you guys um at the door greeting um engaging in conversation just having fun and like this is what faith can be um and then the buzz afterwards i don't even call it buzz it's just a glow like there's so much just glow afterwards like so many people are I've gotten so many different responses from people who just are so on fire for this. And it's something they want to be engaged in and in, par- in a part of and coming to. And they just had, they, ne- they didn't know faith could be like this. They didn't know that this aspect of faith existed for them. And so they're just having that. And I'm getting, I'm hearing stuff from people I haven't, who I haven't talked to in a while or who I've never even mentioned lit to. And they're all asking like, when, when's lit? When's it? Like the word is just spreading. And that's so cool because it's showing that boxes are being broken because God cannot be contained. And he's just spreading to the hearts and minds of these people who have come john paul can you give us very briefly um just the basic outline of what the evening holds for our listeners to picture it um i feel like joseph could do it better because he planned it but (laughs) but you experience it yeah so people arrive and correct me if i mix any of this up um people arrive we it's kind of just like hang out just talk chill um music's playing um, I believe then we go into dinner, right? Yeah. Yes. But, um, but we do introductions first. Yeah, introductions. Crazy. Um, <laughs> dinner. Then we play like a really fun game. Then we'll split up into what we call little groups. Um, Cute. And, um, and there we just have a bunch of just like fun icebreaker questions. Um, and that, that can be a blast. Um, and then after that, we do some praise and worship so we start kind of entering into more of like the spiritual aspect um and then joseph will usually kind of give a small little talk slash testimony ish thing um on the gospel and that is usually followed up by a testimony by someone on the leadership team um 
that will pertain to the gospel. And then we'll split up into guys and girls groups where we will go uh, do the Live It Guide, which can be found at massimpact.us. Um, and so that includes fun questions, or not fun questions, um, that includes just like some personal just questions that really get people opening up um, and then kind of questions on the gospel to help break it down more. Um, then after that, we'll come back together, do some more praise and worship, and then we'll kind of, if anyone wants prayers for anything, they'll just kind of step forward and we'll just like gather as a group, um, as brothers and sisters, like newly found in our relationship in Christ, and we'll pray over each other. So. You're- you're tuned into Ignite Radio Live over the five mighty stations of Annunciation Radio. And our theme tonight is Say Not I Am Too Young. We're speaking to you young people out there. Maybe some of you have uh, maybe never heard of such a thing, that a group of uh, cool young people gather together and they choose on a Saturday night to get together and have fun and get to know each other and talk about their faith. And, you know, let's face it, some of them, their comfort zone is stretched a little bit, and uh, but they walk out with a deeper, meaningful connection to others and themselves. And uh, maybe some of you are familiar with this sort of faith thing, and uh, it's been a while, maybe, because for whatever reason, whatever reason you're not maybe either going to church or involved in a youth group, and you're saying, hey, maybe maybe I ought to give this a try. And uh, maybe it's some of you adults who are listening right now, uh, and you're saying, I could really use a context of support and encouragement, not just once in a while, but I could use a context of support of brothers and sisters in Christ who uh, I can share and entrust challenges and strengths and difficulties these and can grow with me in this faith to truly become the best, as Matthew Kelly says, the best version of ourselves. If that's you folks, send an email to me because we will connect you. I'm going to give you the email alive at massimpact.us. If you're interested, if this appeals to you as an adult or a young person and you want to find out more about this lit group and want to get in the list, alive at massimpact.us. Dot us And I do want to encourage you, if you're listening right now, if you were there, particularly on Saturday, maybe to share with us what difference it made for you, what you experienced as being part of the Lit Group, or any um, story of God's grace. And here comes that number again, 877-275-8098, 877-275-8098. So I want to ask the question, um, just, you gave us a great portrait, everybody here, of this unique gathering, which we really want to be more than a program, right? We want it to be more than just an event. We really want it to be a way of life. And that's the challenge, right? That people come to experience this, not as that memory, that, that context at the Schleter house for a few hours, but we're really you know, striving to um, help young people and adults and families to recognize this abundant life God wants us to live all the time, that work is worship. That school is an occasion of worship, that sports, that the ordinary things of our life are occasions of, of knowing God at the very heart of it all. I think we get another caller. Plug us in, Joseph. On the line, we have the one, the only, Allison. Allison, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Fantastic. What would you like to share with us? <laughs> So I'm just going to share a little miracle that God put in my life last week. Awesome. Um, I had been going through a bit of a struggle lately with just doubting that God, not that God could, but that God would do, like, big miracles in my life. And I was talking about it at Bible study with Abby and Maddie, 
And um, not a, the next day, uh, Abby had told me that I won a free trip to go on the March for Life, which was a trip that I was wow. very passionate about going to and wanted to go to very badly but could not afford it. And then I won a trip to go for free with all expenses included, and that was just an incredible moment because it was something that I wanted to do but never thought I would be able to, and God just provided, and with um, college decisions and everything and being able to afford college, it was just God screaming at me like, hey, if I want you somewhere, I'm going to provide for it. So that was just an amazing thing that God did for me. Allison, thanks um, for calling in. But let me ask you, while we have you, um, how long have you been involved with the Lit Group, and what is your experience with your peers being involved, both in the Lit Group and maybe even your experience in in the school with your uh, young women friends in terms of, um, I don't know, maybe what their resistances are to wanting to come to something like this? Um, so I've only gone to Lit once, actually, but I have heard a lot about it because... I'm close friends with Abby and Maddie and Joseph and all these people. And I went last week, and it was just an amazing experience. And I think the hesitation some people have is that, you know, something like this isn't cool or it's not what most people are doing or maybe they don't think that they'll get anything out of it. But once you start opening yourself up to this and you surround yourself with a community of people that is so loving and who show you that having a relationship with Christ is amazing and it's fulfilling and it makes you happy that that's what they'll want to do and so just surrendering surrendering yourself to christ is so important that's awesome i want to ask you another question um i was talking with joseph in the car today by the way um they're getting geared up uh young people to do a large kind of youth ignite a lit sort of ignite uh at saint francis which is really cool. So we went there, um, St. Francis de Sales, to meet with some of the wonderful priests there and people there. And so pray for that and stay tuned to that. But I always enjoy my car time, Joseph, with all my kids. And Joseph and I were talking, and I said, you know, Joseph, so at these lit events, um, part of it, um, first of all, I can imagine resistance just to talking about faith in nor- ordinary circumstances. Like people may hear me saying this, and young people may think, really? You're like, you're t- that's an adult thing, and it's whatever. But not only that, you're praying over one another. Like there's a moment, a significant moment, where you're inviting young people, and you talked about this, to say, hey, I'm struggling with whatever, and people pray over one another. And I said to people, um, I don't know, are they uncomfortable with that? And uh, Joseph, you had said, that really, you know, it's your experience that really, they're not really uncomfortable with it, that even if they've never experienced it before, that it's something that's kind of neat and they welcome. Was that your experience, Allison? Yes. Uh, the first time I had someone pray over me was like the most profound moment I in my faith. And when that happened, I just had this desire to do it to other people. And I found that when praying over people is when I feel God's presence the most. And it's just a very comforting moment to feel all your peers like praying for you at once and knowing that God is speaking through all of them. Mm, beautiful. Awesome. Thanks so much for calling in, Allison. You're just truly a blessing to us. And, uh, and love to your grandfather. Absolutely. Love your grandfather. <laughs> Um, so, folks, you, again, en- encouraging you all to uh, call in, 877-275-8098. Just love to be hearing the testimony Let's right hear now. a young man. He's so, got the women coming. Yeah, come on, young men, break studio. through this. But yeah, speaking of a young man, 
just kind of going off of like initial resistances and stuff. Justin Schneblin, just shout out to the guy because he shout is out. just a warrior for Christ in so many ways. He, I've never seen anyone intentionally um, reach out to people like he has. He'll, I mean, he'll text all his friend groups and he'll, he'll, he'll be so direct with them and he'll say, hey, like, they'll be like, what, what do you want to do Saturday? What's the move? And he's like, hey, I'm going to Lit. Like, you guys should all come. It's going to make you uncomfortable at times. It's going to stretch you a bit. I like, that. I promise you, you're not going to regret it. And they'll ask, they'll be like, well, how long does it go? And he said, hey, it doesn't matter. When you get there, you're not going to want to leave. And he'll, he's just, he's so bold and inviting and being direct. And it's just so awesome. Like, the kid is just a warrior for Christ. And it's so cool. And he just, he's, he's invited so many people and like that's, originally it was funny because it would always, we'd always joke because there'd be so many more, so much more guys or girls than guys because of all the Notre Dame flock. But, uh, Justin's, Justin's really boosting our numbers up. We're getting a little, we're in the competition now and he's just bringing all his friends and they're so on fire. And, um, now we're going to be doing this adoration thing at St. Francis and just God is working in so many awesome ways. So let me ask a kind of a big question, maybe even quote unquote the elephant in the room. Um, and that is, you know, in the hierarchy, first of all, it's our personal relationship with God. It's seeking Him personally so that it overflows to the next level. In my case, my wife and my family. So family would be kind of like that next thing. And stats still show, even when you ask young people the question, who's your hero, at the top of the list is parents. Hopefully that would be in our family, more my wife probably. But anyways, um, family would be, you know, right up there. And then, you know, of course, our peer group, you know, some, some circles out from there. So... It's, uh, you know, help me understand, Abby and Maddie in particular, you're at Notre Dame, but you guys from Friendships with These People, you know, how much do these young people encounter a context in their homes where they gather regularly to talk and pray? That's question one. And question two, what keeps them from doing so? And three is, do you think they'd want that? Do you think they want their families, their dads, their moms to say, let's get together and talk and pray the way you do with young people? Um, well, I don't think um, it's a real priority in many of my friends' houses, just because I know that um, from bringing people to Lit and through different retreats and things like that, like I always get uh, the same response, like it's just not a priority in my house. And like I feel like if I were to become like a Jesus person, quote, um, that my family would think it was weird. And... So I don't think it's as much of a priority as it should be, definitely. Like, I've talked about before on here how it wasn't a priority in my family until August after the um, family fest. And, um, yeah, I just don't think it has as much prevalence as it should. Yeah, and also just, like, people will go to Mass, but not everyone goes to Mass because they want to be there with their family. They, they just go to Mass to go because it's what you do. And um, I think that with Lit, there's definitely a change in families. Um, like, people go home, and they'll, they'll bring people to the family gatherings. Um, and um, it helps a lot for not only just the teens, but, like, everyone else who's with them. So. And I think so much of it is, you know, baby steps. Mm-hmm. I mean, we love the movie What About Bob? I don't know. Some of you listeners may have watched this movie, and it's all about baby steps. Is just the, is this book, and it's funny. But there was a kid in our in our in our group who talked about bringing his parents to mass for the first time in a mm-hmm. long time. Wow! Bringing his parents to mass, 
um, his whole family. And just like things like that, like people encounter Christ and it's going to be, family's honestly more difficult most of the time to bring faith to than any friends or even even people you're not even so friendly with because your family, you already have, they already have you, you feel like you're in a box by them, you know, you feel like you can't change because you're around them and you're going to be judged more and it's just more uncomfortable doing things like that in your family. Even if faith is a part of it, it's just so, because we've lived with them our whole lives and we're scared of being called fake and we're, we're scared that they're not going to think it's authentic and whatever, whatever it may be, we're scared of, of, of rocking the boat a little bit. And, I think that's what Lit is doing slowly but surely is, is showing, it's giving these kids an encounter with Christ. And when someone's encountered Christ, it truly changes everything about them and it changes their relationships. So let me ask you guys to speak to parents. Any parents or grandparents who are listening right now, likely they go to Mass if they're listening to the station or they're committed to their faith. That's important. They may even like read spiritual books, they may go to retreats and such. But we know statistically the vast majority do not bring their family together for meaningful talk and prayer, and uh, it's not the pulse or the vibe of the house. So speak to those adults and tell them what their kids think or what their kids, if you will, have an aptitude for. Do their kids want to have meaningful connection? Do their kids want to talk about faith? Do their kids want to have, if you will, permission to explore um, their faith? Do they want their parents to lead? Or it's just like off the chart, like they just accept it's not going to happen and, you know, or it maybe just blows their mind. I could never imagine my mom and dad doing that. So simplified, speak to parents as to what young people would like or feel. Um, I don't know if it's as much as um, kids knowing that they want it, but it's something that is really good for them. Like John Paul and I had a conversation the other day about like just people needing to take a step into their faith and to just trust and to not um, be afraid of just like rocking the boat a little bit, like Joseph said. And just, um, I think that if the parents at like the head of the household take the first step to pulling their family into a deeper relationship with Christ, then the kids, you know, might be a little bit hesitant at first. Like, you know, why, why are my parents doing this? This is something that I don't want to do. But I think eventually if they actually try and pull the family into a an actual encounter with Christ, then it can do wonders in the family. Like I talked about how our family has just started um, praying together. We tried to pray pray together just once a week um, over dinner. And just the relationship between me and my parents and me and my sisters just like strengthened so much. And Paige now, my younger sister, comes to lit with me every now and then um, and just I prayed over Paige um, on Saturday. Paige is awesome. Pa- yeah. Love you, Paige. I love my sister. And I just started sobbing. And these guys all know I don't cry ever. <laughs> and so I just like put my hands on her and started praising God for my sister. And I s- lost it. And I like we. It's not something that we've ever done before. I'm 17 years old. That's the first time I've ever prayed over my sister. And. It's all because we've just started, like, bonding together over our faith and just, like, simple things like listening to Caleb in the morning and singing praise and worship songs together. And it's just brought us so much closer. So I think if parents, you know, take into consideration testimonies like that and wanting to pull their family in deeper, even though it's not going to be easy all the time, it's just something that is so 
necessary and has improved my own home so much and i think that it can do wonders for everybody awesome you're tuned into ignite radio live and we are coming in for a landing here fairly quickly so john paul i'm going to put you on the spot in just a moment to maybe lead us all of us who are listening uh young people and adults just to maybe lead us in prayer to open our hearts more to uh, seeking god's grace here but um for our listeners so this is really what we're all about to receive the gift what is the gift the gift is God himself. The gift is um, love. God is love. Is to receive the gift of love, which cannot happen if we're not communicating with any kind of meaning. So massimpact.us, downloadable gathering guide. Even the daily questions, five simple questions. Do this tomorrow over supper, the next time you're gathered as a family. Something you're grateful for. A recent victory. A challenge. Something you're struggling with. Number four, an affirmation or gratitude. Number five, something meaningful going on in your life. Go to massimpact.us. You can get that guide. And we even now have a new app. And it's going to be on the Apple Store also. But check out the Live It. There's no space. Live It app, which has all this cool stuff, the videos, the podcasts. It's got these gathering guides right in front of you. Live It app in the Google Store. Check it out. It's going to be pretty awesome. And uh, I think we have another caller. Is that true? Joseph, plug us in. If so? No, not yet. Okay, not yet. All right. Um, so, Jay, why don't you lead us in prayer? All right. In the name of the Father, and of the, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we praise your name. God, thank you for revealing your Trinity through the gift of family, through the gift of friends. Lord Jesus Christ, we just praise you for that gift. Lead us in that gift, God. Gifts mean nothing unless we use it. So God, I pray that in any parent that's listening, that you will just move their heart to want to lead their family closer to you. For any teen that is listening, that you would just move their heart to know that they can't be filled without you, that they have a hole in their hearts that can only be filled by you, and that you love them no matter what they have done, no matter what they are doing, and no matter what they will do. You love them, God, and you desire their love. Lord, we just ask that you bring us all closer to your heart. Give us your heart. Mary, our mother, lead us to your Son. As we pray, Hail Mary, full, full of, of grace, the Lord, Lord is with thee. thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. We're going to remain in prayer here, and as we try to do, we have posts for prayer requests at my site, Greg Gregory Schleter, Facebook. And uh, we're just going to go through these quickly. There's literally 81. I don't know if we'll get to them all, but we want to join them in prayer. We do intentionally lift them all up in this past week even heard some tremendous testimonies to prayer answered. So, Lord, we lift up Michael's prayer for purity. We lift up Tom's prayer for Augie and his family. Augie just recently died, stage 4 cancer. We lift up Jane's prayer to know God's will and direction. We lift up Victoria's prayer for her sore throat. We lift up Christy's prayer for a dear friend of hers who has a two-month-old baby in the children's hospital recovering from surgery uh, on his intestines. We lift up Mike's prayer for safety for all on icy roads. We lift up Gigi's prayer that uh, she may be able to move out this year and get a place of her own and to have enough money for her needs. For Connor's intention, Lord, of family harmony, for Bob's um, faithful prayer for continued healing for Yvonne, 
We unite our prayers with Susan for continued protection for her and her children, for Brian's book that he would like us to pray for. We lift up Beth's prayer for healing of her lungs, medical insurance and finances. We lift up Danny's prayer for a special intention. We lift up Karen's prayer for Marianne, recently diagnosed with Alzheimer's dementia. And for them, her family, guidance, patience in her health care. We lift up Najwa, needing prayers. We lift up Karen for traveling safety for Michael as he travels back to Canada to work on the rig. We lift up Cindy's prayer for sanity in a troubled world. Mm-hmm. And Larry's for unity, unity of America and the unity of all people around the world. For Terry's prayer for a young lady who had a miscarriage on Saturday, for her mom who is having chemo this week, for a college student who's struggling with depression, and for her husband and children with the prayer of thanksgiving for baby Joy Labada's healing. We join Eileen in praying for healing for her family. We lift up Jeff's prayer for our Holy Father. We join Kelly in her prayer for discernment, her children's homeschooling. We join Chalet for reconciliation. We within her family. We join Jean in her prayer for Tommy Range. We pray for a miracle here, Lord, in the name of Jesus, who has stage four pancreatic cancer. For Natalie's prayer for deeper conversion and health for all her family and loved ones. Um, Jean lifts up also the intention of family unity and that the devil may just be renounced. Lord, for these and all of the prayers that are posted here that we can't get to, you know them. And all those who are listening right now, Lord Jesus, maybe in a rut, maybe in a box, we claim them for you. We renounce whatever is getting in the way in the name of Jesus. May they know you fashion them for your indwelling spirit. Lord, may we all more fully discover you alive in us, desiring great things of us, Lord. We open our hearts and our minds to you. Lord, let your kingdom come through us. Help us to take those steps and to cooperate with your grace, making our marriages and families and parishes contexts of grace. We ask all this in your holy name, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Amen.